Let's have a sincere conversation about events across the nation and topics for our own morality. Let's openly discuss in an environment of trust where perception is reality. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's podcast episode of Perception is Reality. This is your host, David. Today, I am excited to welcome my friends, Angie and Josh Reynolds. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi. Howdy. So, I met Angie and Josh because of Angie's Gardens, which is my favorite tea store. So, I'm going to warn all of you listening now, this will be shameless plugs because I literally have... Um, a shelf, and I mean a full shelf of every kind of variety of tea that Angie makes. Um, <laughs> and I even got to help name one, which is delicious, and we'll talk about that maybe later. So I appreciate that. So um, I make no apologies for my fondness of their products. Uh, Your Angie shelf? Yeah, my Angie shelf. I really, I, we, we do. We, we have one. Um, mm-hmm. Sherry's addicted, Marissa's addicted, Uh, that's, you know, for, uh, you guys know who they are, but for the audience, that's my wife and daughter's name. Um, If I've never mentioned that before, that's their names. In real life, they do exist, and they are Angie's Gardens tea fans. Marissa, like me, we like to start our day with morning focus. That is, like, the best thing ever, Um, next to all of your other teas, of course, and Sherry likes to end her day with sweet dreams. So those are our two go-tos in case you guys were curious awesome Um, throughout the day we switch it up to one of the various um other ones although sometimes um i do one of the sunrise mixes instead of the morning focus but don't tell morning focus that i'm cheating on it with (laughs) sweet sunrise is really good yes so i mean but we won't tell morning focus that once in a while So thank you both for being here. Um, And so, oh, anyway, I forgot to say, so we met at the local farmer's market. Uh, For those of you in Houston, Texas area, it's the farmer's market in Tamina, which is really awesome. And um, just like when I saw the booth, I beelined over because I drink tea. I drink two things in life. It's either going to be tea and that's either hot or cold, and I don't do sweet tea. I'm sorry. I know I'm on the south, but I don't do sweet tea because I just don't want the added sugars. Um, but with Angie's tea, you really don't need the sugar. Just going to say that again. I don't really care if you think I'm buttering her up. It's the truth. Uh, <laughs> I drink water. So those are the two things that I drink. Um, and so I beelined right over there. I was so excited to see the booth. Uh, <laughs> And the the uh, love affair of Morning Focus started there. I mean, it's just that's how it all began. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this, uh, because I'm curious. I've never seen it as a customer. Uh, so when you saw the booth, uh, how did you know we were tea? Um, so this is where my sixth sense and the just the packets. I don't know. I just I I looked at it. And I just knew that there was tea in the brown pouches. <laughs> That's great. We have a sign that says tea, but a lot of people are like, are you selling jerky or trail mix? Or granola. Or, uh, <laughs> potpourri. 
<laughs> well, I mean, it could be potpourri because I know that right. a lot of the stuff you grow on your own, right? Yeah, um, a lot of it. And it, it some does. of it. Yeah, yeah, and it smells great. So, I mean, it could very well be potpourri. <laughs> it's uh, the kind that you put in water, hot water, and you um, enjoy with its all of its deliciousness. Uh, but so, listen, I started off rambling, and uh, you know, I, I think I warned you that this would probably happen because that's what I do. <laughs> Uh, the audience knows that I'm like a cat with a laser pointer, so they're used to these kind of things. Um, I'm not even sure if that's what we wanted to talk about today was tea. So what were you guys thinking we would talk about? Um, well, our life is pretty much consumed with tea and CBD at the moment. So uh, that's pretty much what we talk about day and night. All right. Well, since we're talking about um, the show is Perception is Reality and people have and I like to dispel common misconceptions. So why don't we talk about both? Because you do both and... That's fine. So <laughs> what, let's talk about tea first, shall we? And then we'll get into the heavy stuff, uh, the CBD, because I feel like there's uh, a lot of conversation that we can dispel some misconceptions because I've, I've heard the speech at the booth a number of times um, so I, I, I hear the questions you're asking, so we'll, we'll do that next, but what do you think, uh, I don't know, there's a word for people, who, I forget the, the, it's not a teophile, but there's somebody, there's a name you call somebody who drinks a lot of tea. Um, so what do you think some common misconceptions that people who don't drink tea, um, might have, or what have you come across running the booth at the, cause you're at what, well, three or 20? 2,000 farmers markets right now nationwide. Like, what is it? Uh, say that again. I'm in. Are you asking in how three, many markets? You're in three farmers markets. I was just letting everybody know that you're. Oh, okay. You should be nationwide. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, well, a lot of people who don't care for tea usually will tell us, you know, that they they like sweet tea or they like black tea. And I haven't played with any black tea yet. I do a lot of green tea and herbal tea. But um, so usually if, if they take it, you know, taste my tea and then have like a dislike to it, it's usually because they're wanting, they're used to something sweeter is usually what they tell me. Hmm. There was a common myth that, that actually I didn't have an answer to until about 10 days ago. And uh, one of my customers had come in and, well, it was a potential customer. And they were like, you know, I can't drink tea in the morning because it makes me anxious and it gives me the jitters. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you'll probably want to stay away from morning focus then because that one's really strong. And I told her, you know, why I love Morning Focus is that, you know, it's got that nice, strong caffeine kick, but the rosemary in it has really helped you stay focused. Um, and uh, we were looking on YouTube, uh, that tea connoisseur person that you're looking for the name for, mm -hmm. we were watching one of him on YouTube, and um, he he travels the world, really, and travels tea farms. And uh, he was telling us about uh Camellia sinensis, which is the tea plant, and how um, it's got a an amino acid that that's called L-theanine, and that L-theanine is very calming to the central nervous system. And so, while green tea is going to have that nice strong caffeine kick, 
the L-theanine actually helps you remain calm. And so I didn't have this answer for the customer at the time. I was just like, yeah, you probably, you know, maybe want to stay with an herbal tea instead or one of our nighttime blends. And, um, and now I know that's why morning focus is so great is because it does wake you up and it does get you moving, but you can stay focused because of the L-theanine. So that, that's one of the myths that I think are out there um, as far as caffeine sensitivity uh, that now I know is a myth. Well, one thing I think is um, that I've researched is, is that tea doesn't have as much caffeine as a cup of coffee. So I'm surprised that it, I've never heard of it making anybody jittery before. Right. Yeah. I don't think that it usually does. Um, that's, the only reason why I did daily bliss, which is my anti-anxiety, anti-stress tea. Um, I did daily bliss plus, which has a little bit of green tea in it. And I had done the research to make sure that it wasn't going to counter the effects of the daily bliss. And, um, I, yeah, and it is actually calming to the central nervous system in some ways. Yeah, I definitely want to say I agree with that as a um, drinker of the blunt. Um, so one thing that I think people may or may not know is that all tea, all kinds of tea, that black, green, oolong, white, all come from the same plant. The only kinds of, air quote, tea don't would be, um, I, always, I always pronounce it wrong. I always pronounce it, is it rooibos? Rooibos, yeah. Yep. And I, I think I sometimes, I'm, I don't know if I say it right, cause, you know, exactly either. It looks like tomato, tomato, you know, it depends on what <laughs> part of the world you're from. Exactly. I'm sure that, and isn't that plant from either South Africa or Australia? I forget it's from South, somewhere. South Africa, okay. yeah. South Africa, right. And that's, that's what I would consider it like a red tea leaf, um, but it's actually um, the only tea other than herbal tea. Herbal tea to be an herbal tea, you don't have any of the Camilla synthesis. Right. Easy for me to say. Let me say that. Part yeah. first. So right. whatever, whatever Josh said, um, it oh, doesn't yeah. have that leaf in it, right? Right. But I have a big combination of herbals and green teas or Camellia sinensis. And um, so I, I really, some people come in saying, oh, it's all herbal, so no caffeine. And I'm like, oh, it's not really all herbal. <laughs> I, I don't, I have a hard time knowing what to call the herbals with the caffeine. But you know, I know there's tea and there's tea, tisane, but. Wait, what is it? Tisane? Yeah. What is that? Is that how you say it, David? Tisane. It's T I S A N E. Is that a tea or an herb or it's, what? It's uh it's this I think it means like herbal tea. I'm not I, sure. Yeah. So no, kind of the way no. kind of the way that we look at it is is um because you know, we're real big on the tea, but we didn't really get involved with it because of the tea. We got involved with it because of the herbs. And if your listeners won't tell anybody, one of our one of our evil plans is to secretly make everybody well. Uh, what we call back to good with uh, with herbs, and and the way we see it is is the actual tea plant, Camellia sinensis, is just an herb. And, but then when you get into the people who are tea connoisseurs, they're like, oh no, it's not an herb, it's tea. And so, well, well, I think um, technically. 
the, the other thing, I mean, if we really want to get technical with those people, and this might be a misconception on our own part, is that when you look at that, that it's actually a bush. So I don't know, can an herb be a bush? I guess it can. I don't See, know. That's no. another thing I don't know, because I always, I always would ask an herbalist or anytime I would, I would listen to a podcast and an herbalist was on and they were like, if there was one herb that you had to choose and you couldn't have any other herbs, what would that herb be? And a lot of them would say garlic. Well, I, I don't, garlic is a bulb. I don't know if it's an herb. So I agree. I guess I, I agree with that. See, I consider garlic a bulb. Uh, same right. With and I use a lot of roots and, um, flowers and you know different things that of different plants that may not necessarily be considered herbs you know right that's true you do you have some very interesting ingredients which yeah. you know you've researched they blend well together and um spoiler alert for people is i hate licorice right so licorice <laughs> anytime i would see licorice on a thing i would be like oh heck no i'm not doing this but after a conversation with Angie, she told me what the purpose of licorice was, and it really doesn't add a licorice flavor to it, does it? No, it's just sweet. Exactly. And I think yeah. I want to use the word marshmallow. Like for the like, description of the taste. Yeah. Um, like it, it yeah, it just has a it just has a a sweetness that it leaves on the back of your tongue and it, it licorice is naturally sweeter than sugar so a little goes a long way but um it definitely doesn't taste like the candy and that's yeah. one thing that people see licorice and they're like oh i don't want to taste that <laughs> exactly and i shied away from and all the tea that i drink you have no idea how much tea i drink i probably five cups a day would not be an exaggeration yeah so, and I I'm, I'm right there with you <laughs> All sorts of teas that had licorice in it. And I remember picking up, I forget which one it was, but I was like all excited about this one bag of tea. I was reading the ingredients and I got a little frowny face. And then you got a frowny face. You were like, what? And I was like, <laughs> got licorice in it. And you were like, oh, wait, but no. And I was like, it doesn't taste like anise. You promise? You're like, no, it's not anise. It's licorice. And here's why. And I was like, Okay, I'm totally trusting you right now. I'm and then I probably gave you a sample. <laughs> Actually, I think you might have. And I was like, oh, it doesn't take like this result. I've been like, what have I been? And I consider myself a, a person who likes to drink tea. And I'm like, what have I been missing out on? So <laughs> misconception about tea. Licorice does not yeah. give anise flavor. It equals it's interesting watching people taste teas with licorice in it because some of them pick up on the flavor Right big, like big time and they don't, if they have a dislike to it you can see it on their face because <laughs> it's a love or hate there's i've never seen really an in-between like oh it's okay usually it's oh i love it or oh my gosh that's terrible <laughs> yeah but it doesn't taste like the candy which is important because black licorice right. is the most disgusting thing in the world oh i, I think mean, it's personally. a wonderful thing i love black licorice <laughs> i'm just saying that's a, that's a me thing but i know that i have there's probably some emotional things going on there behind that I associate black with, and I'm just like, no. Um, so, uh, uh, hold on one second. I just need to do this because I'm getting a message that, okay, hopefully that'll work. Sorry, I was having a little technical difficulties for those at home yeah. with the Zoom. Um, with the Zoom, that's what we're using to record. Um, 
so anyway, hopefully that won't become an issue. I hope. Uh, but anyway, back on track. See, this is what happens, and I warn everybody, like, this is just what the ride with David is. That's why I tell everybody, giddy up. It's going to be a rough ride, but it should be a fun ride. Um, <laughs> and that's what we're on today. Um, so any other uh, things about tea that you think when people come up to the booth, they just have questions on, they just don't understand, or it might be just a common misunderstanding when it comes to tea? Herbal, well, or there's a lot that think it needs to be hot tea. And, and they, and when I tell them, Hey, you want to try some tea? They're like, Oh no, it's a hundred degrees out here. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, but it's iced. And they're like, what? Iced herbal tea. <laughs> yeah. So then it's, it's, you know, they don't understand right off, you know, and then they taste and they're like, Oh, I didn't know you could do herbal tea ice. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. otherwise I w wouldn't sell during the summer. <laughs> it, makes, it makes some of the best, um, it makes some of the best iced tea is herbal tea. It's got a lot of flavor to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, most, some of them are really good ice. Most of my teas that I drink uh, during the day, which I've already mentioned are, because um, like what I'll do is I'll buy the big bag like over the time I bought the big bag and I just restock because I don't have a lot of room at work. So I'll just, I bring a little bag. So I, uh, all right. So <laughs> I have a big bag of everything that you have and I have a little bag of everything. So the little bags go to work and the big bags are here in myself. So I restock, <laughs> except for the sweet dreams, the, the sleepy or the nighttime one. You, you shouldn't be drinking sweet dreams at work there, Dan. No, no, no. I, that's why I said, except for that one. That one doesn't come to work. But I replenish the little bags with the big bags that I have at home, and then we just buy a new bag for home. Um, so that's the system. You all, if you're listening, wow. you should do it too, because um, you can buy this <laughs> stuff online. And before I forget, where can I buy it online? Uh, Andrewsgardens.com. And that's with an S. So it's mm -hmm. Angie's Gardens, one word dot com mm -hmm. that's right i want everybody to understand that and you can mm -hmm. mail order any of the tea any of the products on on a tea and cbd right that's right um and if they follow me on facebook my profile picture is a sunflower i'm doing a giveaway and it's the pin post at the top i know i saw that so just so everybody knows that i've already won one of the giveaways and like it was awesome <laughs> So I don't do any of them anymore because I feel guilty because I've already won one, but I'm not going to lie. So I'm going to let this one go because it's been the third one. So I won one and now there's been two. So I'm just, I'm putting my hat back in the ring. I'm just letting the world know the next one after this one, I'm putting my hat back in the ring. <laughs> and that's perfectly okay. It, well, I know that you guys are okay with that and that it's all mm -hmm. fair and impartial, but I just felt guilty. I'm like, somebody else needs to experience this awesomeness. <laughs> uh, so that, that that's what happened there uh so anything else before we move on to cbd because i feel well, like yeah. go, ahead. go ahead okay i was just gonna ask you so you you do you do like the uh pure chai i do like the pure chai good um so those so, so everybody um may or may not remember if you're new this is news to you so um sometimes my liver likes to not work properly so i asked for a liver a liver um cleansing type tea and as it so happens the the wizard had one in works and uh, <laughs> it, she made sure that it had the ingredients that i needed in it and those were drum roll please angie 
we have burdock root, milk thistle, and dandelion root, Thanks. along with red clover. Um, it has some hyssop flower and then all the um, chai flavors. Which is awesome. So specifically for me, I was after the milk thistle and the dandelion. And for those of you that don't know, when you drink milk thistle and dandelion, or have you eaten, I mean, I've had dandelion salad, which I'm, I've gotten used to it now, but that's pretty, that's like some of the most bitter things you can ingest. Yeah, I like dandelion greens. I do now. Um, it's it, it took me a little while to get used to them after I changed my diet, but now, now oh, yeah. it's great. But yeah. the pure chai is friggin' delicious. <laughs> awesome. Do you add milk or no kind of anything no, no I'm, yeah. I'm i'm i straight up i go straight up i go i just go i like it like that and sometimes i'll put a little heavy cream in it and um sometimes i'll get because uh, i do like some coffee type drinks and so sometimes i'll put a little bit of sugar-free syrup in it i have it like a dessert tea yeah oh i never thought of that yeah, it's mm -hmm. like a chai latte dessert tea. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll have to make which that. Is, which is really good for us because we're trying to stay away from sugar. And so yeah. um, if we're, especially with Angie, she's got a big sweet tooth. I, not me, not so much. Sometimes I do. And that really helps curb it. Yeah. yeah we're on I the keto diet, so. Yeah, that's a lot <laughs> of people are on that. So I, I'm on a modified Mediterranean, which it's modified because, um, well, that just so happens to be my favorite food, but I'm allergic to all seafood, shellfish, fish, so I can't have that. So that's why it's modified. Oh, that's terrible. The other thing that I do is I just have removed added sugars from my life. So and I eat fruits, yeah. that stuff, but if the if a label says added sugar, I, I won't eat it. Right, right. Um, and I also I only processed like whites, white bread, white, right. you know. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I say I, I don't eat, but every once in a while I fall off the wagon um, because uh, you're human. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it just happens. And then sometimes Christy across the way from Need Me Bakery, like she'll, oh, yeah. she'll make like she knows what I like. So She's she, hard to resist. <laughs> I know, right? So she'll make um, the cinnamon rolls or the um, chocolate, chocolate chip scones because those don't oh. have a lot of. Um, white flour in them and she'll the cinnamon rolls do but that's just my weakness in life is, her, is the cinnamon roll <laughs> i'm more drawn to her greek crackers and her, oh i know um, right those are so good and addicting are those the peppery ones i uh, i think so oh man those are good yeah are oh good. yeah they did have some pepper on them yeah, yeah. anyway yeah. So we love Christy and her, her and her food, um, but yeah. if I'm doing an added sugar or um, Sheila at, at uh, the Victory Pie, um, like she'll get me sometimes too. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. So we're here to talk about Angie's Gardens with Angie and Josh, returning back from this public service announcement about the rest of the vendors of the farmer's market. Now <laughs> we're, we're promoting the right? Tempna market. <laughs> Which is very true. Um, but mm. it's like a big family there. I love it. Um, yeah. All the vendors are cool. Um, hey, David. Yes. I'd like to ask your opinion, but I, I'd like to I'd like to comment on this. But first, I'd like to ask uh, your opinion on the name Angie's Garden. Um, I mean, I, to me, I, I I've always liked it. It makes sense. Um, it. 
I mean, I like it. It makes sense because of the way that you grow a lot of the stuff and the way that you put things together. I mean, I, I get it. And then I also, I mean, maybe I have too much insider knowledge because I also know your business, Josh, which we haven't talked about. Um, which why don't we talk about that just real quick? And then I want to talk about CBD, but I, I don't, I, I like it. I mean, is there a problem with it? No, it's just funny because when we were trying to come up with the name for the business, um, you know, we, we rattled around some different names and I don't even really remember what, uh, what names they were, but Angie was so intense and, you know, cause you see her on Facebook and Instagram, but she was so intense on, photography and all the bugs and all the interrelationships in the gardens that we had and her photos were so beautiful and uh and she was always out there you know taking care of the gardens and and photographing the gardens and writing up little stories about the gardens or little posts and so I was like why don't we just call it Angie's Gardens mm -hmm. and uh she was like no that's not good and well, that was originally, that was my Instagram name before Angie's Gardens began. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's where we came Well, we had started to say, you know, well, I mean, that's my Instagram name. We could just call it that. And, and it just kind of stuck. Yeah, you know? me and Angie, me and our other daughter, Allie and Emily, we were like, yeah, that's great. And I think it really suits her. It does. I, that's why, I mean, it makes sense. It, it really does. And when people start to follow you, they'll see it too. And I mean, the whole the whole thing just makes sense. I mean, yeah. I don't want to sound like, so uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pedantic about it. But I mean, I really mean that it just, it just clicks. It makes sense. It's just like one of those things like peanut butter and jelly. It just goes together. It's, just, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it's just always been, so it's not questionable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I yeah agree. There you go. Um, but real quick, since oh. I, so it's, I plugged your business there real quick is because you're, you're, yours makes, see, it's, it's complimentary and it goes with what you guys are trying to accomplish. With Texas Edible Landscapes? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. That's Josh's business. And um, right now it's sort of on pause because. Um, I'm too busy working for Angie's Garden. <laughs> <laughs> he does work a lot for my business so um and r right now that's just where we're at but um yeah he he took uh, a course and has learned a great deal about permaculture and um landscape design and um he got really good at it so um he's done he started building his portfolio and pretty awesome that definitely we'll have to talk about that because I really like what you're accomplishing there um, is that if I could just ad lib here for a second that the plants in your yard don't not need to just be ornamental right and be beautiful like for example and I think Josh would 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 be okay with this is like I have a red basil bush uh, or plant that I really love and I, I've been caring for it quite a bit and I got it to bush out nice you know I have to pinch pinch back and let the leaves grow and, and things like that but now that it's reached a certain height I like to let it go to flower because it's got the most beautiful little purple flowers right uh, and it's it's edible landscape <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that's just just one example but so uh, ladies and gentlemen, future episode, we'll be just talking to Josh about that and thinking <laughs> suggestions on how you can do that too. And 
all that. It's, so it's, we're going to talk yeah. about no, no problem. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about CBD because there's a bunch of misconceptions about CBD. Um, and, and I'll just say that the the bath bomb that we bought for a gift, I don't know if you remember, I was all excited about um, the bath bomb <laughs> one day, the CBD bath bomb for our friend who's got arthritis. Oh, yeah. And totally helped her out like big time. That's awesome. That's great. So big. Um, and then the other thing that I like, um, well, actually, there's one thing that's not CBD related that we just love. It's that um, plant that I can never remember that comfy or comfy. It's, it's so comfrey. Yeah, dude, that stuff is yeah. awesome. Yeah, comfrey is amazing. So comfrey was called knit bone by the Native Americans. Oh. Because because of its power to even heal bones. See, that makes sense because so what I'm talking about, people, is is there's this um, magical cell. The cell, the right word. It's, it. Uh, Magical what? <laughs> salve or like S A L V E, like it's like a thick. Oh, oh salve. Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, wait, salve. I was trying to make yeah, sense of it. Um, is yeah, that it, it, yeah, yeah, but some people say salve, salve, um, but yeah, it is is salve or salve, wherever you're from is, you know. All right, so potato, potato yeah. gun. But anyway, this is right. You're listening, like. Um, so you had a cut and you posted that you were using it and it was like, it magically went away. And then I was like, wow, that's really cool. And then I got a cut. I was like, oh, I need that stuff. And you know what? It went away. That's awesome. Ain't it? So yeah. It you have to be, you have to be careful with comfrey because it's, it's not, it's not generally recommended for deep wounds because it, it's so the constituent in, in comfrey that makes it, uh, gives it its healing properties, or at least one of them is allantoin. And uh, that can be synthetic. It's in a lot of cosmetics that's uh, derived synthetically. But but from comfrey, it, such a, it has such a cell rejuvenating property that it can actually heal you before your body has been able to fight the infection, therefore trapping the infection in. But Angie, and, and I, I was always taught that uh, since I've been learning about herbs, but, but Angie, knowing that, I had always said that, she also added, what did you add to it? Well, it has uh, calendula oil, which I used to call calendula, because <laughs> <laughs> I only read it and then I, I, I was corrected, but uh, calendula um, and then uh, rosemary oil, which are both very strong antibacterial and then uh, it also has plantain oil which plantain is a wild herb that grows around not, here not that banana no not the banana but um it grows wild around here people think of it as a weed but um it also has allantoin in it but it also has drawing properties so it will draw out um infection in fact you can make a poultice from plantain um and stick it on a splinter and it'll draw the splinter out oh that's but, good to know yeah so great because i suck at using tweezers <laughs> i always break it so in combination all comfrey plantain calendula and rosemary i consider it more of like a triple antibiotic healing you know sort of like a natural neosporin in a sense yeah, I um I didn't use don't worry Josh, my my hand didn't fall off or anything. It was just a small little 
<laughs> paper yeah. cut type thing. Yeah. And, uh, that paper cut was, was gone in a GIF. And, and I'm, I know I admit it up front that I'm like a huge fan and you've probably heard that the audience thing, <laughs> but I mean, this, this stuff really worked. I mean, I'm, you know, but yeah. anyway, so CBD is, is working well. Um, right. So I know that you do that. So there's, can, let's play a game. And I've just started doing this game because I'm an evil person at heart. So <laughs> rapid fire, like off the top of your head, let's just see how many misconceptions you can name. And then we'll see how many we can actually talk about because David's going to follow the laser pointer. Okay. Misconceptions about CBD. Um, Gives you energy. That's a good one. So I'm going to write some of these down so you guys don't need to worry about. So that's a misconception. Gives energy. I'm going to toss one out. I'm going to toss one out that it uh, has THC in it. Okay. Right. Um, there's, there's. Yeah. Don't understand that. Yeah. A lot of people still some think it's illegal. Or that it's made from marijuana. Yeah. Well, it. Uh, well, we'll talk about that for sure. Um, right. I mean, technically it can be, but it's not, it right? Can't, oh, yeah. Yeah, it can be. It, but, yeah, ours is not. <laughs> no, and I will say that um, I think the great vast majority of it out there that's actually CBD is made from hemp like yours, right? Right. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think that's a common misconception. Can we talk about, like, the difference between the hemp plant and the cannabis plant? Like, we don't have to, but I'm just saying, isn't that a nice misconception? Yeah. Well, we can talk a little bit about it. Um, they're, well, they're both cannabis, hemp, and marijuana, and it's really about the same plant, but hemp is a cultivar that um, has less THC in it, it and higher CBD levels. The um, marijuana plant has a higher THC level and a lower CBD level. That's why a lot of people will think, well, I smoke, so shouldn't that be good enough? And it's really not the case because um, they're not getting enough of the CBD from just smoking. They're getting a lot more THC, in fact. And then um, the hemp plant, in order to be considered hemp, it has to have below 0.3% THC in the entire plant. So there, there is a lot of confusion between the two, and a lot of people will come and be like, oh, you, the, made from marijuana. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not made from marijuana. <laughs> That's illegal. <laughs> it is. And in the great state of Texas, uh, in Texas, they, yeah. In, in Texas, they just, there didn't they just legalize uh, hemp? Um, right. Farming. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, which I, I so here's a fascinating fact about hemp. Um, I believe that this is actually a fact. You guys can correct me, but didn't some of our actual like presidential like people uh, in the early days of the founding of this government grow and hemp? They were hemp farmers. Absolutely. I mean hemp. For for not just the history of this country, but but yeah, you're right. But for thousands of years, hemp has been a an herb that you know God or the Creator or nature or Mother Nature, whoever whoever you think plants came from, uh, gave us. 
and um and 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 up until the founding of this country we used hemp in a lot of different ways uh you know we used marijuana for um you know relaxation uh for getting high and getting a buzz and you know hanging out with friends we used it for uh clothing for rope um in fact uh there was even um henry ford uh made a car out of hemp and actually made a fuel that the car could run on out of hemp so there's there's been a lot of uh uses for hemp here and it's completely sustainable right it's easy well, to grow it, yeah it it's it's uh i don't know I don't know its origin. I I think the origin is probably Southeast Asia, like everything else. But but it's it's uh, if it's not native here, it's definitely um, localized um, or uh, I don't know the term for it, but it's uh, it's naturalized, and um, so it grows pretty much all the way to the north, all the way to the south in the continental United States. Um, it grows by seed. It's spread by animals. Um, it, it's a dynamic accumulator, and so it could actually be used to heal the earth, um, to heal uh, sites that have um, been contaminated, or you know where there's pollution. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's got it's got a great healing benefit, uh, not just to people, but also to plants, wildlife, and the earth itself. At the same time. Uh, while it's a dynamic accumulator, that is why it's important, very, very important to make sure you're getting organic uh, hemp. Yeah, because you wouldn't want to, because it is so sensitive and it does clean the earth, you want to make sure that where it's grown, is the plant itself is not going to be accumulating pollution, heavy metals, pesticides, um, herbicides. And then, and then you consume that plant. That that is very important. It's also a good biomass. Um, it grows very fast when you cut it. Uh, you were saying like your red basil. You mm-hmm. know, you pinch it back so it gets bushier. The same thing happens with cannabis, uh, hemp included. And um, and so the more you cut it, the more it comes again until it freezes back in the winter. It's just an annual, um, and it creates a lot of biomass, which you could use for mulch you know in your garden or you know whatever so lots of good uses it's not uh hemp is not uh evil just want to say that um i mean whatever somebody's beliefs i know the three of us probably share the same belief um but whatever their beliefs on the marijuana it's not really evil either but whatever you think is what you think um so going back to some of the misconceptions about uh, CBD oil is that it gives energy. Now, I've heard at the booth that uh, a lot of people will take uh, CBD to help them sleep at night. Yes. Uh, CBD is very good at helping um, the body relax when it's time for sleep. It doesn't make you tired, but when your head hits the pillow, it does really play a big part in helping you stay asleep through the night. You know, I've got a buddy that explains. Now, here's here's my deal. I don't use CBD a lot because I don't have a lot of the symptoms that people uh, seek to treat with CBD. But my issue is I'll fall asleep pretty quickly 
but I don't stay asleep. And so I toss and turn a lot. And so I find when I use it, um, that doesn't happen as often, but I've got a, I've got a buddy who uses it regularly every night for the same reason to help him stay asleep. And he said, what happens is when it's time to start relaxing at night, he starts getting, um, I don't know, irritated. Some people call it like maybe restless leg syndrome or something like that, but he just gets fidgety. And because it's calming to the nerves and calming to the central nervous system, he finds that when he takes it, he's not as fidgety, and then therefore he sleeps better. Hmm. That's good to know. Um, and just full disclosure, we're a full disclosure podcast. Uh, outside of the topical, um, I think there's the one. I mean, it was in the kit that I won. Um, and I've not used any of the CBD products, and that's because of my heart problems. And my research has shown that CBD has a similar effect uh, that grapefruit juice has uh, on, on my heart medicine. It's a, it, it's a counteracts it. So I've not used it, but I've seen it like every, everything that I won, like my neighbors will come over and sample, except for the bath bomb. That's a one use, um, one use. Uh -huh. Yeah, and there's a. Um, <clears throat> we probably don't want to talk about that story, do we? <laughs> well, you can always throw a CBD bath bomb in a hot tub so multiple people can use it. <laughs> well, that's true too. But I mean, I, <clears throat> I, I, I don't know that the person will ever listen to this. But there was a question, I believe, that you know, how many uses could you get out of the bath bomb, right? <laughs> well, you know, I started making bath fizz, which is um, in a bag, and you can get um, up to basically how you can measure out how much you want to use, and it it just is more economical and makes more sense. So, um, I've I've started doing that. Yes, and and <clears throat> that's because uh, you can't really scrape up the residue and reuse it. But anyway, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's the the gives energy myth and we talked about that so the other one is that it has let's talk about the illegal so it's not the cbd is not illegal and cbd hemp derived cbd is not illegal it is not even on the drug schedule it's not a drug it's not yeah and that oh, coincides and with the other myth about it having thc and thc is uh, you guys can you guys describe you guys are better at this well, that's that's a little iffy. Um, for the legality, I'd like to say that in the 2014 Farm Bill, which Obama uh, passed, it somewhat legalized the production of hemp and decriminalized it. In 2018, Donald Trump uh, renewed that and also added some more provisions to decriminalize it further and allow uh, production in all 50 states. So. So between those two presidents and the Congress that we had at that time, it had been legalized in all 50 states federally. However, um, there were some states that either outright prohibited it or didn't really know the difference. Texas was kind of one of them. Um, it was still technically illegal for a while, but then if it came from out of state, it was legal as long as it came from hemp and not marijuana. But this year, 2019, um, first in April, they decriminalized hemp 
uh, and hemp derivatives. And then on June 5th, uh, unanimously passed through the House and Senate, and the governor signed into law um, allowing hemp production and allowing CBD products as long as they don't contain over the federally allowed amount, which is 0.3%. So there are some okay. products, yeah, 0.3% THC. So there are some products prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that we sold was completely free of THC. However, now, because hemp does contain THC, but it's a very low amount. So now some of the products that we have um, do have THC. Only only our full spectrum oil. Yes, only the full spectrum. But THC is medicinal. Um, you just want to limit its intake. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I, I concur with that. So we're, we're dispelling myths here and misconceptions, which is why we exist. Well, why the podcast exists. But uh, thank you for that. That was very informative. And I will say the great state of Texas, it doesn't surprise me because <laughs> we don't like to import stuff because Texas grows or does everything. When the rest of the country was having that romaine lettuce scare, you would go to a restaurant here <laughs> and they would be like, yeah, are we under the romaine lettuce scare? And they were, they would always say the same thing. We don't buy that crap. We grow, we grow Texas romaine. That's come funny. up in here with that. This is Texas romaine. Yeah. But, and I actually like that about Texas is, is that, you know, we support Texas and we literally, right. I don't think there's anything that we need that's not Texas based, not, well, we have we have oil, but here's what here's what I really like is the electric grid. There's the East Grid, there's the West Grid, and there's the Texas Grid. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. I, I've I've come to expect that out of my two years living here. Um, so let's see. We talked about how CBD oil. Is, I think we hit all the major ones that we just did in our rapid fire game. Um, what else do you think might be from 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 the booth now? Like, what are some common misconceptions outside of the quick five that we just covered uh, that people might have about CBD? Okay, well, there is one, and it is, you know, they think some think it's snake oil. You know, like it doesn't. You know, it's just all make believe, and um, <clears throat> it. I beg to differ big time because um, I suffer from major anxiety and I created Daily Bliss, which is my anti-anxiety tea because, and that was one of my first blends um, because of my anxiety and, or it was uh, early on. And uh, I had actually, lemon balm was my gateway herb. So um, because it's not cannabis, <laughs> because because of its anti-anxiety properties, I mean that was my that was my the one that I really focused on in the beginning, and um, once I was able to try CBD, um, I was I was pretty amazed. After about four days, um, I realized that it was helping me and my body wasn't reacting my heart wasn't racing. I wasn't trembling. I, you know, uh, I can doing the farmer's markets is a big stretch for me because I'm pretty shy, honestly, or, uh, I'm people shy, (laughs) stranger shy. And, um, so the farmer's market was huge deal for me and I would get sick just about every time I I'd go. And, um, 
since I started CBD, that doesn't happen anymore. In fact, one time, where, where were you? And you were thinking, were you at the post office, I think? Yeah, that was when I realized that it was helping. Yeah, it was like four days in and I don't know, some silly thing that doesn't matter to everybody else, but it mattered to me. <laughs> like I had done something wrong on one of my packages and I had to like repackage it. And I was, I could feel like I was starting to panic and uh, like, oh, you know, like, oh, I feel like, you know, in my head, I could, I, I was thinking the same thoughts like, oh, this is where I should feel like I want to run away or <laughs> hide in a corner or something. But my body wasn't reacting. And I, it was like a realization, like a, whoa you okay had, this is this you is had cool that habit of being anxious yeah but you weren't really anxious wait well i no my uh-uh, i didn't have no physical reaction at all it was it was really cool once i realized that i was like oh this is kind of cool yeah that is uh we talked about that a little bit last week with nickel about the body's reactions and and all that other stuff so i'm glad that it's yeah. helping you and i will say that um from going to the booth it doesn't I, you would never know. You're doing a great job. <laughs> well, thank keep you. Uh, keep it up. And actually, I think it, <clears throat> if I may, from being somebody who's done his fair share of booths at trade shows over the years, uh, your demeanor. So I think it actually plays in your favor. Uh, well, being, thank you. Because when you're walking by a farm market, you've got the cat callers. They're like, come on in, you know, try this, do that. Do you want this? Yeah here's some candy little girl, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, you just got, you know, you guys sitting there and even Josh, you're really good about this too. Like it, it, the, you don't really pre-engage and you let know, like people come in and kind of explore for a minute. And, you know, I think that actually works in your favor. Yeah. Well, thanks. Um, so it does help. It's not snake oil. And I, I got the feedback. Uh, I know my sister is, is, a big proponent both of my sisters are big proponents of it and our neighbor who I gave the bath bomb to um and the uh salve I think I have a CBD salve that I won too and she comes over every time she comes over she's where's she's like where's that she knows where I keep it now um, <laughs> that stuff is awesome before you're done rubbing it in it's like it's such a relief David I I have started we started carrying a, a sample salve at the market Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll let people try it that, you know, haven't tried it before and we'll tell them, you know, yeah, uh, rub it on where it hurts. And okay. And then they do. And I'm like, oh, come back when the pain is gone. And, and we've actually had uh, several dozen people come back and say, oh, this thing is great. And we've had some people come back the next week and they, they told us, hey, I put that stuff on and then I walked around and the pain was gone. So I forgot about it and I left <laughs> without getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then they're like, they can stay longer. I know that my sister, um, buys some for my dad for his fibromyalgia. Uh, and it's been, it, it, it's helped. So I'm not saying if you're listening, by the way, I'm not like prescribing this for you. If you have that, I'm just saying it happens to help my dad. Um, yeah. So you know, whatever, do, you got to do what's best for you and, and know your limits and stuff. Yeah. Any, any yeah. That, that we want to talk about CBD related? Well, you had touched on um, that it sort of acts like in the same way that grapefruit does. And that's true. It does have a characteristic of enhancing the effects of medication. And uh, so it is definitely recommended before you use any herbs to 
talk it over with a doctor if you're on medications and things like that, for sure. Um, but one thing is my some people will use that to their advantage and help themselves to get off of pain medication or off of anti-anxiety, anti-depressant type medication. Um, with my daughter, um, she has asthma and um, she had some trouble um, back in March and wasn't able to, the breathing treatments weren't helping her. And we gave her some CBD and like within, I mean, we had to go to the ER and everything with her and nothing was really helping. Um, we had given her some CBD and after, after just a few minutes, the, it, I think it helped the breathing treatment to work um, because she didn't really have any more struggles after that. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. That's... It's a bronchodilator too. So it was kind of like, well, I, you know, it, you, you're not sure if it's because of that or if it, it may be both. Mm -hmm. So that's good. And I, and I like the disclaimer. So, you know, for real, like we're, you know, people, if, if, You've been curious about it. Hopefully you've heard enough where you can ask. Um, definitely talk to your physicians about it. I yeah. know that more and more physicians are starting to become aware of right. it and are doing their own research and actually have in some information on it. Some don't, so don't be shocked if, if yours doesn't, but a lot of them do now. And a lot right. of them have embraced it, uh, but definitely refer, you know, defer to the to your medical professional like, I, like I did, I did my research. I wanted, I was all excited and I was like, sad that I couldn't do it, but that didn't stop us from buying our scared dog CBD peanut butter from yeah. energy, which helped with the fireworks. Um, <laughs> he's not enjoying the thunderstorm that we're in right now. He's on my lap, like shaking, like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> uh, so uh, I got to bring him back to the farmer's market. He needs to be socialized and the little puppy uh, that we got. We actually got a puppy from the farmer's market. So she needs to be oh, really? Now that she's old enough, she needs to be socialized. So you'll see them making uh, Ricky, Bobby, and Pearl will be making their appearances at the farmer's market. <laughs> um, so anything Shoot. else with CBD that we should talk about? Hmm. Oh, cost. Yeah, hit us up. Okay. So um, it, we are very proud to say that we handcraft our CBD products and that they are made with the highest quality. We did a lot of research um, and we um, are, take a lot of care into um, formulating each tincture, each salve, um, each product that we make. And because that we handcraft it, and we buy the raw material from Colorado um, to make our products. We know what it costs. And there is an outrageous markup in the CBD world. Um, they're charging a, a just an ungodly amount for these products. And it, it's just unnecessary, but then there's a lot of resale. So I guess there's overhead and, and things like that to make up for. Um, so our products typically are between 25, even up to 50% less than anywhere you'll find. And um, that, I think that's huge. That is huge. 
and we didn't jump on the CBD bandwagon. Um, we got started because one of our daughters, our youngest daughter, has oh, has. oh, I just told him about that. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. And so, so it, you know, I guess we kind of did jump on the bandwagon because, you know, I was like, oh well, I've heard of CBD. Let me see if it's good for asthma. And then I guess Angie told the story. So, um, but you know, after that, we spent we spent a little while researching the the top-notch company to buy the raw material from and you know we we kind of went back and forth like do we want to get involved with it or do we just want to do private label and have them make it and then we were like you know we had read all the articles about the FDA saying warning maybe there's no CBD in it maybe there's less CBD in it you know it's not regulated yet and so we in order to keep the quality that that Angie's Gardens represents, we decided to just get the raw material from the manufacturer and then manufacture everything ourselves. And that's also in line with everything else that we do as far as being handcrafted and local and farmer's markets. So, um, and then that does help us keep our costs down as well. That's well, good we want to help. Yeah, we want to help not you know, take advantage of people. So absolutely. Angie, Angie, after we got started with herbs and after she learned the power of herbs, she was making her own salves and making her own lotions and making soaps and making, uh, herbal teas, um, and pretty much giving them away. And, and everybody that she gave her products to, uh, loved them. And so I told her, I said, you know, and this, and this kind of goes back to the name of your show, which honestly I haven't listened to any of, but, but I should, because um, I, I love the name, Perception is Reality. Um, well, everybody loved her stuff. She didn't necessarily have the perception that she could, you know, do this uh, as an income and really to help people. But I did have that perception for her, you know, and um and I think a lot of people had that perception of her before they even knew her as an adult, even as a child or as a teenager, you know, people were, were telling her things like, you know, she has healing qualities or, you know, things like that. And she didn't even know what, what they were talking about, you know, and she, they didn't either. And I didn't. And, and, but when she started getting involved with herbs, um, it was great. And, and I'll tell you a funny story about Morning Focus is that when she made it and she asked me to try it, and that one, that was one of her first blends. And, and it, 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 it's a gunpowder green tea, which I'm not a big green tea fan. I liked black tea. And, uh, and then oolong, cinnamon, I'm okay with cinnamon, and rosemary. Well, I like rosemary and spaghetti and stuff. And she said she put it in the tea. And I was like, babe, I don't think you're going to be very good at this. <laughs> And <laughs> turns out that's my favorite tea. And she told me why she put it in there and that she didn't put as, as much as the other herbs. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And I was sold right away. I love the rosemary in that. I just, I, I love it. And uh, so what we'll do is um, Sherry, I call it making water. So Sherry will get some water. We'll cut up some lemons and put them in, uh, you know, a, a pitcher. And then we'll take some rosemary. We have some curly rosemary. Uh, we'll take a stalk of that, shove it in there, and some cucumber. And, oh, that's great. 
and we just let that soak in the fridge for a couple hours and we drink that all day it's awesome and that is awesome you know but uh of course i have it after because it takes hours to get that ready but you know so in the morning when i wake up still have my morning focus <laughs> um so i uh could so in the past and josh you, there's no requirement to listen to to the podcast really and i mean that sincerely uh you don't you don't have to if you want to great but uh, i think you would enjoy some of them <laughs> uh yeah actually he might um yeah actually he might um well i love the ideal perception is reality yeah, I think, so that started, and I talk about this in a different episode, but that started because uh, I see on Facebook, social media, so they actually, my, it actually started, so it's perceptionisreality.online, so my website has a dot online, and I think that people hide behind their anonymity online, and they get brazen and bold, or they just skim a headline, or it's 180 characters, and they just assume they know everything, because They've filtered the information. We all have lenses. We all see things differently. The three of us could be staring at the same flower in Angie's garden, but the sun's hitting it at a different vantage point for all of us. So that flower is going to look different. And some of us in the group may be colorblind. So that flower is going to look different. So we're going to perceive the flower differently. So I like to talk about those as, as, you know, some of the, I would love to get into some heavy hitting topics, but nobody's, people approach me, they want to talk about the heavy hitting topics. And I'm talking like about the really taboo ones, religion, abortion, um, politics. Um, you, you know, oh, hey, I'll, hey, I'll be on your next podcast and uh, we can talk about all of that. Josh, right. go head to head <laughs> uh, you know what though i'm open-minded about it and i like to discuss it logically that's that and that's what i like to do on the show because i sincerely want somebody to come on if you have a different point of view to teach me why you have that point of view that i sincerely want to learn why you believe what you believe how did you come to that conclusion so i want to learn you know, I may disagree with something, but that doesn't mean I still don't have interest in how you came to believe that. That's what right. I'm really after. I'm not after a debate. I don't want to, you know, debate somebody on a topic. Like, and I brought this up, in the, and, and this is the most extreme example that I can think of is like David Duke. He, for those of you that are too young to know, David Duke was the grand something of the KKK or something. So he's got some very strong beliefs about racism, and I want to understand why he believes what he believes, because I, I don't share his beliefs, but I, I still want to know, like, how does somebody come to that belief? I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't compute. Right. But I want to learn why that happens. Like, is it nature versus nurture? Is it something? I mean, like, so that's just the example that I give. It's not that I condone racism or sexism or any kind of segregation but these are the things right. that you want to learn about like and i see on the on so and again josh i'm just giving you a, a why i started the podcast so on my feed i see a lot of black and white or i see a lot of left and right there's no middle ground there's never middle ground it's always black and white and so i want to know from both sides like why do you believe this extreme and why do you believe this extreme um, you know, I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm more centered on certain things. Some things maybe I'm on one side or the other, but 
you know, and then I like to question like, okay, well, if they believe that, why do I believe what I believe? How did I grow up and, you know, whatever, et cetera. So that's, that's basically, right. you know, and I try to take that approach with every episode. Um, I don't know. Some days I do better than others. Some days, like I have the most awesome guests that I meet at farmer's markets and I just gush all over them and, you know, maybe I'm not <laughs> that, but, um, in general, I try to, 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 to honor that thought with every episode. Well, I think, I think that by listening and asking questions, um, you can learn a lot, you know, um, and we didn't know, Angie just, Angie just made an Instagram or a Facebook post about this the other day, but we didn't know, Angie didn't know nothing. I didn't know nothing about herbs and health and wellness. So I was like, well, you go to the doctor. You're hungry, you go to the store and buy food, and then if you get sick, you either tough it out or you go to the doctor, uh, and that's that. So there you go. And then uh, one of our daughters started having uh, places that she would swell up just randomly, like her finger or eye or her lip or nose or ear, and um, knee, ankle, whatever, and uh, we were like, what in the world is going on? And it's... It, it started slowly when she was, I don't know, seven or eight. And then, you know, every maybe once a year, a couple of times a year. And eventually it got to the point where we were like, okay, we'll take it to the doctor. And we did. And well, then- honestly, that's not correct. Um, she started having those episodes after, after she'd get vaccines um, when she was five. And then as when it started and after about a year, it stopped. And then, um, and then when she got another round of vaccines, she'd go through another year of angioedema. Yeah. And then. Well, but we didn't put that two and two together yeah. at that point. Yeah. And so we just took it to the doctor and said, hey, she's having this issue. And of course, they're never going to put a vaccine with a, with a symptom or with side effects. And, and so they didn't point that out to us. They just said, oh, well, it's probably an allergy. And that made sense to us. So. You know, they gave her an allergy test. They they didn't hit on anything. And so they said, well, you should probably start keeping a food journal. It's probably food related. And so that kind of led us into, uh, you know, keeping track of, well, she was a teenager by that point. She wasn't going to keep a food journal. I mean, even if we told her she had to. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so we tried to do it for her the best we could. And that kind of led us into discovering what, uh, was in our food, alleged food or food-like substances. Self-table food. Yeah, and so so we tried to pronounce some of these things that we were putting in our body, and we couldn't. And we started looking them up, and we were like, "Well, that's kind of weird. Why would that be in there?" And so we decided, "Well, okay, it's probably food-related, and let's just try to buy all you know healthy stuff." And then. And then I realized what they were spraying on our healthy, fresh foods. And so mm-hmm. I decided to start drinking or start eating all organic, which I couldn't afford. I, I found out quite quickly. Oh, it's so expensive, yeah. but and, it's, and worth that, it. and, it's worth it. Yeah. And that, so that led me to growing a garden. Um, and I read Mar- Mel, Bar- Mel Bartholomew's book square foot gardening and I planted a huge square foot garden and um and that's where that's where Angie's Gardens was born uh I had some lemon balm growing in the garden and we had some local honey and uh the same kiddo who started swelling up she um 
she got a cold or she was getting a cold. And I said, well, I'll, I'll go pick you some lemon balm and, and make you a lemon balm and honey tea. And Angie was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, because we had only planted that for pest deterrent or something like that. Something, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I was like, yeah, well, honey is antimicrobial and lemon balm is immune boosting, and well, so then she won't everything. she won't get sick. And you know, I I I didn't have a whole lot of faith in it, but I had read, you know, on the internet, which must have been true, that that this would work, and well, turns out it did. And so Angie was like, oh, that's amazing, and she started studying herbs and. She got online and and just read and read about herbs and she wanted yeah she wanted to become an herbalist that was her goal and I was like well herbalist school is expensive as college and we don't have a college fund so um, maybe you could start selling tea to pay for your herbalist course <laughs> see how it all happens people this is a good example yeah I mean it it was really totally it's a success it was totally by chance. Was it? I mean, yeah, it was. It was an evolution. Yeah, an evolution. evolution. Yeah. Right. It, it it evolved and in a good way, and I'm thankful for it. So yeah. let me just say thank you for uh, that because I really enjoy my morning focus. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, our our evil plan is like we said in the intro to take over the world, getting everybody back to good, which is why her teas have to be so delicious because. You know, we run into people all the time at the markets that say, oh, I've got a whole bunch of tea and I never drink it. I always buy it wanting to drink it and I never do. And we don't want that with, with Angie's Gardens tea. We we want people, we want it to be delicious enough and, and easy enough to make that um, that they're going to actually take it home and drink it and get good. Yeah, I don't know how much easier you could make it. Um, it is, they are delicious. Um so I can I can say that uh, they're easy enough to make. I can say that uh, some people <laughs> might not be into the whole loose leaf thing because they just simply want a bag. But I know for a fact that my friend sells reusable bags and a cup with an awesome strainer that I happen to might own a blue one. Somebody else, I'm not going to name names, took the orange or green <laughs> colored one. But, you know, she's a special person. <laughs> so I'm going to let it go someday. Um, but the blue one's very nice. Uh, so guys, I really appreciate it. We're at about an hour. And what I was trying to say earlier is that uh, I'm horrible at keeping time. I usually go on forever, but I'm really trying. One of the requests I got from my audience is like, you know, it takes several days to listen to one episode because <laughs> they're so long. <laughs> Because what what will happen is like we just settle into a conversation and like I'll just yap on forever, or what we like to call a Texas goodbye, right? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so I could carry on. I, I just want you to know that by me stopping the conversation here doesn't mean that I'm done. I have so many things written down as notes because I do take notes as I go because I used to write a blog, but I don't write the blog. I actually wrote my last blog post is should I still write a blog? And there were no replies. So I stopped. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's a pretty good answer right there. Yeah. Exactly. So it was like, okay, good. Less, <laughs> less pressure there, but you know, it's really, it wasn't really about the blog. It was really about the, the conversation and the learning. Um, so that's, that's what it's about. So I appreciate the time that you were, uh, 
willing to donate to me. And, and I do mean that when I say that to every guest, because I do firmly believe, and it's one of the things I coach people um, when I have somebody uh, that I'm coaching is that time is your most valuable asset. Be careful how you spend it. You're born with a certain amount in your time bank and you don't know when you run out. Nobody knows when you're going to run out. So be careful how you spend your time. And you guys chose, both of you chose to spend your time with me tonight. And you didn't even have to, like at the farmer's market, I can corner you, corner you when nobody's there and you're just like, yeah, okay, we'll talk. Like today, you didn't even have to, like you chose to. And I really want you to know how much I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Well, we appreciate you as well. Thank you very, very much. Um, and I really appreciate it. It was a great episode. I hope everybody got a lot out of it. So again, if you want to reach out or buy one of these awesome products, it's Angie's Gardens. There's S's on the word Angie, and there's an S on the word gardens. Um, and it's, uh, we should spell it. So um, I'm a big on speller. Are one of you good, better at spelling than I am? <laughs> it's A-N-G-I-E-S-G-A-R-D-E-N-S. Com. I was and, hoping you would be the one to spell that because it's kind of like your name and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> be funny if I misspelled it. Um, but I'm always happy. We're always happy to answer questions and if you have any. And our phone number is 832-699-HERB if anybody has questions. So can yeah, or you could reach us at either Josh or Angie at Angie'sGardens.com. Or uh, simply click on the contact us form, and I'd like to uh, I'd like to offer your audience a special discount if you'd be okay with that. I'm okay with that. Hook them up. So we're just going to call it um, uh, David nineteen. Perfect. We'll we'll use that as a coupon code. Um, no capitals, so just all lowercase. David nineteen. And uh, I'll have that live by the end of tonight, uh, September 10th. Awesome. And this, this episode will air, uh, what day is today? Today's the 10th, you said. So this episode will air on the 12th. So that's a little behind the scenes for you all listening that I'm recording in advance normally. So they kind of know this already. I've talked about it. Like back in my younger days, which was like last year when I started the podcast, like I would record six or seven episodes. I was always ahead. But I just recently came off of a six-week break for the summer. So I'm starting to gear up pre-recordings. And, you know, two days ahead is not so bad. I mean, <laughs> could be worse. Um, so everybody, um, we're going to repeat the phone number one more time because I know you're all desperate to call because it was said really quickly and there was a word in there instead of numbers. So if you could yeah, it slower. <clears throat> It's 832-699-HERB, H-E-R-B. H-E-R-B. So and that's how you reach them. And there's the David19. That's your promo code that will help you um, buy lots of products. And that'll, be for, that'll be for 10% off the entire store. Thank you. I'm sure they all appreciate that. And I hope there's a mad rush. Um, and again, so with, with the podcast, if you want to be a guest, you can reach me at pirpodcast at gmail.com or you can call and leave me a message using the Anchor app or on your browser or you can call me and leave me a message at 585-210-0240 and you can leave me random feedback. You can uh, 
say I want to be a guest. Uh, if you're leaving me feedback, like ideally I would like to get enough feedback where I just do an episode of feedback. So if you do leave me feedback, which is probably why nobody does, it, it could possibly be aired. So just know that I want to warn you ahead of time, which is probably why nobody calls, but that's okay. Um, you can email me. I don't mind that. Um, but that concludes today's episode. So I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank Josh and Angie again for being here and for everything that they do. Uh, they're definitely uh, favorite vendors of the farmer's market that I attend. And, and I know that that's probably true of the other two based on the mutual love that I see when you post another vendor and they post back. So I'm sure that that carries through wherever you go. It's not surprising. So again, thanks guys. I really appreciate your time and thanks for listening in.